Hey folks, it's Roger here. I just wanted to say that during the edit of this episode, I really goofed it. I messed up big time and I had to resort to using a pretty basic recording straight from Discord itself. So if at any point our voices get weird or warbly, uh, blame me because I am in, uh, I'm at fault. And I am sorry. Also, uh, we've been wanting to do some end of episode housekeeping and we just, we've just forgotten to do so. So I'll, I'll just do that now. Uh, please, if you enjoy the program and you want to show your support, all we ask is that you promote it in any way that you feel, share it on your socials, uh, recommend us to friends, recommend us to enemies. Uh, <laughs> and as the episode begins and ends, you, you'll be hearing some very pleasant music composed by the extremely talented uh, Peyton Petkus. I I've never asked him how to say his last name, so that might be wrong. Uh, but a big, a big, big, big thank you to him. And I think that is all for now. So uh, on with the casting of Pod. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of... Part two, the sequel continued. Blah, ah, 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 ah. Uh, a pod a podcast where we watch movies with our friends, discuss them, and then think up a sequel that no one asked for. Xavier, Xavier, you know for a fact this is going to be a Halloween episode. I'm going to need you to put a little spook on it. Nah. <laughs> um. Yes, uh, it is a podcast, like Xavier said, and each week uh, we have a special guest. Uh, special guest, please introduce yourself. Hello, uh, my name is Casey, and I I do stupid things on the internet. That's that's what I do. That's about it. Uh, but before we started the call, uh, Casey was telling me how uh, they just started some new ADHD medicine. Oh, yes, I did do that. That was fun. And that was today? Yes, today started on Vivans. And oh, well, I mean, we're not sponsored. I'm going to have to censor oh, that. Fair, fair. Uh, <laughs> basically, I started uh, slow meth is, is how I think it's generally referred to. Among slow the meth. <laughs> I like uh, slow meth. Long release meth. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Okay. But, well, uh, yeah. Uh, hopefully during the podcast, we'll, we'll kind of take note how well you're paying attention. And uh, kind of base your your prescription off of this. Off of what now? <laughs> Very good. Yes, I get the bit. Uh, just like every week, uh, we 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 sat down and, and you know we watched a we watched a movie. Man, it was <laughs> it was something else. Hey, Xavier, could could you do me a favor and uh, introduce that movie for me? Yeah. So this week we watched a movie that was recommended by one of our listeners, a good friend, Brandon. Uh, Mikey, nineteen ninety two, I believe. Don't quote me on that. But uh, it's a film about a a little serial killer child. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that is. I mean, uh, in essence, that's a one sentence for this movie. Like you covered it. So I, I, I'm gonna go over. Just I'm on IMDb right now. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna read through the synopsis or just kind of the brief description. A seemingly sweet and innocent little boy causes murder and mayhem in his new neighborhood uh, and falls for the teenage girl next door. Right. Mm. So I mean, that's that's really it. That's all that happens in this movie. Like, I don't know if there's any kind of subplots to this. No, no, no. The entire movie was exposition. It was just this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and this <laughs> right. happened, and this happened. It, it, it was very and then. 
Um, I, that's all it was. So I, say, I, I did not think about this movie at all until like a little bit earlier when I was at work and I looked up, uh, I was trying to see how much this movie costs to make. Like I was yeah. looking for a budget. I couldn't find it. Not on IMDb. Um, anywhere I looked, I, the last place I looked was, uh, Wikipedia and they have the little, um, like plot summary on there usually, which was very short for this movie, but I learned something that I, I guess that didn't even occur to me reading the, the last paragraph of that plot summary. But uh, we'll, we'll get into that later. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've learned so, so much more about this movie that I wish I didn't. Now, uh, Casey's the first guest that we've had that has that actively took notes uh, f- from what you said a couple days ago. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, again, ADHD, so kind right. of necessary. <laughs> well, I'm glad you took notes uh, just for like data reasons, uh, because I do have questions for you folks. And it's the most questions I've had for any of these movies so far. So we're going to try to shoot through them as fast as we can. All right. Um, the first question, like always, is characters. Uh, Casey, can you name as many characters as you remember? Okay. So I, I, I know I said I took notes. But <laughs> okay. I didn't actually write down most of the names. Um, uh, here, here's the names I have. I have, uh, Mikey, of course, is the main right. character. Uh, the kid, the, his name is Alex. The whole movie, uh, the, the actor is played by Alexander Ryshenko, uh, who was Worf's son in Star Trek, the next generation. So that is all I saw this entire movie. Oh so, yeah, you were that stuck was in the track. Yeah, I was stuck. It was, gotcha. it, and, uh, yeah. And then, and then there was mom too, because mom one died too quick. I didn't even bother trying to think of <laughs> Okay. Got mom it. two is, um, the only thing that she was in that like I knew I knew her from something and uh, Wes Craven's wife, uh, she was in a nightmare on Elm street movie. Uh, so in her, but still she's about as colorful as a cardboard cutout. So she was just mom too. Um, dad too, in my head was Miami vice friend, uh, the weird kid. He <laughs> was JP. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. The, his, his, um, the child in his cohort, and then we had the gym coach, which was Mr. Bueller. I can't, I don't think I could think of any other names. Uh, and then there was teacher, uh, which was just teacher in mom three. Uh, I remember it was BB Glazer. Okay. But before we move on, uh, Casey, are you bumping something? Oh, I apologize. Yes. I keep, I talk with my hands and I keep, I, I was wondering, I was like, oh, they gotta be hitting something. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Xavier, how many characters can you name? Oh, uh, let's see. So there was the the main kid, um, Josh. Mom too was was Rachel. Dad was Neil. The coach was Mr. Jenkins. Teacher was Teacher. Was the the little friend's name JP because he was the kid from Jurassic Park? Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's that's all I remember him from too. Um, we first confused him uh, for uh, cousin Dudley. Um, in uh, the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, we did. You gotta uh, be like 40 years old. Now. That kid's older. Yeah, than yeah. I was, yeah, yeah. The timeline didn't add up. Once, <laughs> once I realized who it was, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, he would have been like 30 during the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> but um, no, that's all. That's all I can remember. 
I'm I'm gonna go ahead and just kind of spew them out. Okay, we have Mikey. We have the first mom whose name was Beth. We have the new. Or, I'm sorry. Wait. We have Mikey. We have Beth. We have the the old mom named Grace. The dad named Harold. We have Detective Reynolds. We have someone named Catherine. Uh, we have Kelsey, who is Grace's sister. We have Mr. and Mrs. Trenton, who are Rachel and Neil. We have Mrs. Owens and her son Ben and her daughter Jessie. Uh, we have Sean, the teacher. I don't think her name is actually Sean, but that's what people call her as uh, maybe a nickname. They have uh, David, who is Jesse's boyfriend, and Mr. Jenkins, the gym coach. Uh, Mr. Bueller. <laughs> some of those teachers, some of those characters literally never make another appearance. So... The teacher's name is Miss Gilder. I know that Ms. because Gilder. of the quote specifically uh, at the end when he's telling Miss Gilder about all the wonderful things that he learned from her. Except for oh. the one thing, how to die. <laughs> how to, yeah, yes, exactly. Oh my God, the kid had so many good one-liners. Uh, let's see. Uh, so speaking of one-liners, uh, l- listen, I didn't go over spoiler alert. I'm sorry, but here it is. If you haven't seen the movie Mikey from 1992, okay, 30 years ago, uh, I, what I recommend you do is you pause the podcast now, go find that movie. It's on Amazon Prime, I believe. And uh, watch the entire thing. And the second those credits start rolling, go ahead, press play on the podcast. Now you're caught up with us. Uh, I mean, you don't have to do any of that, but uh, this movie was wasn't that bad. Uh, it has four stars on Prime, which That's we were surprised. It to has see. to be a joke. <laughs> um, I mean, the movie wasn't had, great, but it wasn't the. It was easily the best one that we've seen. That so we've far, seen so. in sequence of this podcast. Uh, so with that spoiler out of the way, there are many, many deaths in this movie. That's why question two is in order. (laughs) Can you name all of the deaths that happened? First, it was Mikey's youngest sister. Correct. Named Uh, Mikey's sister from the first adoption. Uh, then it was Mikey's mother. Now I I do want to, I did want to point this out because Mikey, Cost mommy a uh, a blow dryer in mm-hmm. the bathtub. That's how he yep. kills mom number one. I, I did either of you happen to notice that it was actually plugged into a GC GFCI? Because oh. I noticed it was plugged into one of those. Not only that, but when she caught it, she actually caught it above the water. Right. No coils made made contact with the water. Nothing made contact with the water. But she's dead now, so we don't really care. Uh, yeah, she got fried. She, yeah, that would not have killed her. And I, see, this is the weird crap that I pick up when I'm watching movies is that it was plugged in to a ground fault interrupter. <laughs> so, and I smack my desk again. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you you two can actually work together on this question because there is a lot. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, then dad. Uh, then. Well, how did how did the dad die? Oh, dad died uh, because marbles yeah. slipped on marbles. Yeah, he, he slipped on some marbles uh, a la a kevin McAllister trap mm-hmm. and he right fell out. through a a uh, a glass pane door mm-hmm. and then and was then super the, child his head bashed in yeah. uh, not only did he get his head bashed in but that kid dented the aluminum bat somehow with the and bat. they let him so, keep it yeah they let him oh keep yeah he, he held on to that bat for the rest of the because movie. when the new dad sees him he's like oh look at him he's a ball player and it's the same <laughs> bat with the fucking dent in it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so after the dad, uh, th- there is a bit. There's a there's a, a a respite of death for a while. Oh no! Yeah, yeah it's, it's really long. And then he kills the cat. Yep, snaps and, the cat. Blames neck. the boyfriend. And then he kills the boyfriend. 
uh, same way he killed Mom One uh, by mm-hmm. you know, by tossing something into some water. Yeah, the radio. Uh, it's not safe. Yeah. Radio. And then he just goes on a fucking spree after that, huh? Yeah, it's the, yeah the he, he really goes uh, <laughs> on a supermarket sweep of death. He, he, he kills uh, the mom again, and then he he gets the uh, the coach with an arrow. Uh, and then the teacher, <laughs> oh, yeah. who, they were kind of building up this teacher to be a hero the whole time, and she they, they kill her off with yeah. a fucking marble. Yeah, yeah, with a with a a, sl- a slingshot, which so... they, which they didn't establish. They established everything else. Except for the slingshot, he just yeah, got he just that owned a military grade slingshot and a ball bearing the size of like an eyeball. Um, yes. so, so you got uh, both of you got all of it correct. There was one death that you did miss, however, and that the fish. was Butch the frog. Oh, the frogs, yeah, the frog, but right. there was also the fish. He, also oh, you know what? Neil's death with the uh, Molotov cocktail, <laughs> dad number two. Dead. Oh, right. Okay. So yeah, we'll we'll go over that. Um so to move forward, question number three. Describe the killer Mikey saw uh after the events of his first family's murder. Casey? Describe it the what? Uh a detective leans down to Mikey after the death of his first family, and uh-huh. Mikey describes the killer that was responsible. Can you can you name me off some details of that killer? Oh, oh, did I take notes on that? Let's take <laughs> You mean a detective? The detective, who was, by the way, drunk when he arrived, uh, and <laughs> all of the bubbles were still in the bathtub, uh, very tastefully covering up his Just the bubbles, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, detective Reynolds, and I don't remember, something about uh, someone in a pickup truck? Uh, oh, he, he basically explained that uh, someone, mom would had a friend uh, that would somehow, you know, basically implied that mother was having an affair, uh, not sure uh, dad was they they assumed dad was in a rush to save the dead daughter and that's how dad fell through and bashed his head on the concrete 27 times uh after falling through the 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 window pane or something i don't know but they he blamed it on an intruder in a brown truck i think okay uh Xavier do you have anything to add on that so it was a man i don't i don't remember if it was just the doll or if he said this specifically but it was a man in a red shirt with a bushy mustache and a brown car. Okay, so yes, you got you both got brown correct. Car is correct. Uh, bushy hair, a mustache, and a red jacket were the answers we were looking for. Uh, next to murder, what are some of Mikey Mikey's favorite hobbies? Or sorry, I should say activities. Uh, Casey, cinematography. He's a big fan. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, torturing animals. I think he gets a kick out of that one. Uh, baseball. He's obviously a, a huge baller. Uh, and uh, I think I think that's really it. Okay. Fish, uh, exactly. maybe? A little? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, 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 rearing fish. I don't know what you call that. Uh, fish husbandry, perhaps? <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Uh, he likes using fish as psychiatrists. Mm-hmm. He, likes, he likes baseball, obviously. Swimming. He likes stalking archery i guess would count as one being white i don't don't know murder (laughs) okay (laughs) all right so xavier i don't know if we were on the same wavelength over this Uh, so so next to murder what are some of mikey's favorite activities what i wrote here throughout the movie was uh, baseball cinematography swimming because he (laughs) does say it in the back of the car um, <laughs> he does say like, "Oh, swimming's one of my favorite activities," and it's like, "Okay." Uh, I did write archery, 
And the last answer I have is older women. <laughs> okay. Fair. So question not six. Cougars, though, because he's only. Oh, like no, eight, not right? not mothers. Right. No, no. no. Uh, question. Question, I guess, is question five. Question five. What time is it, class? Marble time. Marble time. <laughs> Marble time yeah. is correct. As Mikey is introduced to his new class, uh, you know, he gives a brief introduction. He is given a brief introduction to the class and the teacher asks, what time is it? And all of the kids at once scream marble time, um, which comes into play later in the movie, but not like incredible. Like it's, it's not an integral part of the movie, but they certainly made it out to be. Yeah. Well, Um, they had that bit where, where he uses the machine later on because he won a little spelling bee, which he slightly mentions that he had won spelling bee before. And that's kind of how she finds who like his past life details or whatever. Yep. But in the, the scene, teacher... he, he rolls the ball down in the machine. The machine goes nuts. We see the why these kids go crazy over it. And then the prize pops out and says, watch. And then he goes home and he's just like, look, fishes, I got to watch. It tells time. <laughs> it's not important to you guys, but it's important to us. And then that's it. That's Yeah, that's, I, I that's all there is to it. it. Uh, he mm. gets to put a marble in a Rube Goldberg machine. And, yep. and Oh, yeah, he won that spelling bee, by the way. He, uh, not, not the previous one he spoke about, but the one he got the marble for. He spelled the word assassin. So, yeah. you know, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and not, not only did he win, he was like the state winner of the spelling bee. So, like right, in Oklahoma or something, or Ohio. Well, oh, one of the, with oh, an fuck. O. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, Where the hell rich people live, I guess. So, uh, question six uh, Mikey knows a shortcut from school. Where is it, Casey? Oh, it definitely went through the graveyard. Uh, but okay. he learned it from Weird Friend. And uh, Weird Friend suggested it and then realized that it was a bad idea because he was trying to test Mikey. Oh, I'm sorry. I did write Mikey knows. I meant to say Ben. Uh, uh-huh. So sorry. Uh, yes, Ben knows a shortcut. Um, and uh, Xavier? Uh, I wasn't really paying attention. I was just, anytime the kid who played Ben was on there, I was freaked out by his face. <laughs> he, he looks like a combination of someone who is eight years old, but also AD years old. He's yeah, got this he looked like a 40 year old man. Yeah, fluctuating and age. Currently, creature. if you look at him, current, sorry, I didn't mean to Yeah, no, I had to look, look him up on picture, IMDb. He looks like a 13 year old boy now. I really? mean, that's, I, like, well, no, yeah, he's not 13. He's the same. Yeah. He's, he's, like, he looks like, young but old at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to like mock someone for their appearance, but he, it's it's a unique appearance. He does definitely has kind of uh, 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 an amorphous face. They still ask for his ID, but they also ask if he has a senior uh, card. Discount. Yeah, that's that's why they ask for his ID because they're not sure <laughs> if he's eligible for the kids' meal or the senior discount. Right. Um, okay. Uh, question seven: When a child draws water, what could that be interpreted as? Uh, a need for freedom because Dad is reading a dream interpretation book to raise a goddamn child. <laughs> well, okay, Xavier. The water represented uh, a need for adventure, like an adventurous child. A swimming person was the one that was a need for freedom. Okay. Because they they mistook the uh, drawing of the dead sister as like someone swimming. (laughs) So the new parents see a drawing that Mikey made of his his first victim that we know of, uh, this drowned little sister. And they're, I mean, they're, they're not taking any of these red flags that the world is just handing to them. 
So yes, uh, water specifically means that they're open-minded and adventurous, and someone swimming uh, means that they have a thirst for freedom. Question eight. In a shopping center, in public, in broad daylight, Rachel gives her best friend, the teacher, a what? Chekhov's gun. (laughs) Uh, Xavier? Uh, Yeah, they're just... Well, what is it? They're, they're walking and they're talking and then all of a sudden they go quiet and out of nowhere Rachel is like hey, you still trying to get a gun? And she's like, yeah. And she just pulls it out of her purse and hands it to her. So, so, so Rachel, the mother, now that they have a child in the house, doesn't want a handgun you know, available. So she gives it to the teacher and they treat it like it's like, oh, oh you're so bad. Um, but it is kind of an awkward exchange. There's a lot of moments in the movie where one actor definitely knows that the other actor has a line, but they're not saying it. It's very, yeah, it's all over the place. So question nine, after, after getting Mikey's demented, bloody drawing, Mr. Jenkins does what? The uh, principal slash coachman. Yeah. Whatever he was, there was some contention there. Um, he suggests a wait and see stance. Okay. Xavier. Yes, he says, I made drawings just like this when I was a kid and, and does nothing until, for some reason, uh, Mikey doesn't want to take off his shirt. And he's like, that's a little weird. Why don't you want to take <laughs> off your shirt, kid? And then that's when he decides to do something. So yeah. unfortunately, uh, the answer, uh, you both got this wrong. Uh, the answer was gaslights the teacher. Uh, sorry. So uh, yeah. question 10, uh, what fair. is Mikey allergic to, Casey? Uh I, this, I don't remember. I'll, I'll give you a hint. This was revealed in the scene where he refused to take off his shirt. Oh, he's allergic to sunlight. Okay. And uh, Xavier, I think you were on the track in the last question. So I'm going to go yeah. ahead and say that you, you're both going to get that right. He is apparently allergic to the sun. There are multiple moments in the movie where he has an option to take off his shirt. Uh, a lot, Another moment where he goes, well, he's invited to go swimming, but didn't bring his suit. Uh, but we don't know why. Even at the end of the movie, we don't know why he refuses to take off his shirt. I was hoping he was covered in body hair. Uh, it's a gorilla. Oh, it's like an orphan kind of twist. See, I thought man. this movie was like was Damn orphan, it. but made made long ago, right? Like you I was like, oh, this is just a grown man with a growing disorder. So uh, I was trying to look through the IMDb like trivia to see if if I could find anything. Somebody, it must have been a foreign person because the grammar was terrible in this, but they were like. This movie uh, has a lot of homages to Orphan. Not homages. Movie. Yeah, I was like, what? No. But uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, lots of similarities in there. I was like, who who let this get posted on IMDb? They just let, let that happen. Uh, let's see. Uh, question number 11. Mikey knows a neat little trick that he learned on TV. Casey, what was that trick? A neat trick that he learned on TV. Don't I know that he at one I'll, point I'll set the table. Uh, Jesse to... comes home from school. Jesse comes home from school. She comes. She oh, walks into the front door. Oh my and... god! Putting the ball under the armpit to make his pulse not be in his arm. All right, Xavier. Yes. Um. <laughs> the the weird trick that he uses to kiss the older sister, who then goes on to say multiple times that he's an amazing he's kisser. A, he's a good kisser. Yeah. Yeah. Yum yum. Creepy. Love that nine year old mouth of yours. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh yeah so e- e- ben and uh casey or sorry ben you're casey ben and mikey want to trick jesse as she comes home and um 
she she walks into the front door and Ben says, uh, Jesse, you have to help my friend. He's dying. And she's like, stop playing around. He's got to have a pulse and touches his arm. Oh my gosh. Gives him mouth to mouth. Then he like, she's freaking out like genuinely, like as any person would, but mm-hmm. then Mikey comes too. And she's like playing around. She's like, Oh, you little shits. <laughs> how scared. dare you? Um, and then she's like, how'd you do that? And he reveals his special little trick that he learned on TV. Uh, uh, question 12. Who's awkwardly more creepy than Mikey? Casey? It's her name's boyfriend. Okay. Uh, Xavier? Awkwardly more creepy than Mikey. Uh, besides Ben just existing. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say I'm gonna say his sister. Okay. So, um, Casey, I'm going to give you half a point because you are right in that her boyfriend is a fucking weirdo. Uh, but Xavier does have my answer correct, which is Jesse, the teenage sister, who is a teenage cradle robber in the weirdest ways. There's a scene where she and Mikey go on a, like a, like a, I don't know, like a paddle boat, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ride. I forgot that. And she, and she, she's, and then she mentions he's a good kisser again, but she's like uh, swimming with me and like hops in the water and kind of tries to entice him for some reason. And he's like, it's okay. If you look at me, I, it's totally natural. And it yeah, was like, looking, ah, stop oh it. My, I completely I may have just blacked that out. Yeah, yeah, You're probably smart on your <laughs> on your move. <laughs> yeah, it's totally. Great. She's like, it's 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 not right to stare, but it's okay to look. And I do remember that line. What the hell? Yikes! Question thirteen. Mikey often uses a video recorder. What kind of footage might you find on that recorder, Casey? Murder. Murder. Okay. <laughs> Murder. It's a Hitachi. I, I that was one of the little tidbits that someone wrote in the IMDb page. That's all. Was I it really? Yeah. Wikipedia page. Uh, Xavier? Um, you might find evidence. Evidence is a very <laughs> good answer. Uh, th- th- this question doesn't really have an answer. There are various answers that you could say from, you know, a, a partial smut to uh, snuff film. Oh, um, yeah. He recorded her like that was when he saw her with the boyfriend and then right. he yeah. walked through the window and killed the cat. Right. Oh, and animal uh, animal. Uh, murder i'll call it yeah yeah rosie yeah. the cat he he snaps this little cat's neck neck and puts it underneath the tire of the boyfriend so whenever he leaves he runs over the cat and, and the, okay okay the boyfriend after he finds the cat leans in the window and honks the horn like he's picking the girl up to go to the mall which like, is i understand we live in an age where like we could just text someone be like hey we're outside <laughs> or like hey could you come out here for a second but like I don't know. I was I was born in 1992, and I remember people honking out outside the front of a house to get someone's attention. And in the house that I grew up in, it wasn't super abnormal. But then, like as I grew up, I realized, hey, that's rude shit. Especially if you're trying to inform someone you just killed their beloved pet. Like at night, like hey, <laughs> our neighbors are sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Well, even before that, Mikey throws the rock through the window, and he's just the boyfriend just gets all indignant. And at first I wasn't sure if like, are the parents home? I, I forgot the, the dad's dead for that family. Oh, yeah. But I was just like, why is this guy just screaming at the top of his lungs? And then he like goes outside and the, the girl's just like, hey, come on, let's just go back inside. Forget about it. And he's like, no, I'm gonna go kick some ass. And then he like gives yeah. a little smooch. And then after <laughs> that, he just wants to keep like trying to fuck. But she's like, no, just go home. And then, and then he gets her drunk. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, uh, well, no, yeah, that's right. He, he tries to get her to to drink alcohol, but then she's like, "No, just go home." 
<laughs> hands him a second pair of pants, even though he was already wearing a pair. I'm, I'm pretty oh, sure it was his shirt, but it looked like another pair of jeans. It, it definitely looked like a second pair of jeans. But then, yeah, um, he like hops in the car, thinks he kills the cat, and is just like, well, this is a bummer. Honk. Like, get, get your ass out here. And then she's obviously very sad. Yes. Um, oh, and Mikey did record that whole interaction. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Question number 14. Why does Mike? Oh, wow. What did I just say? Why does Mikey freak out on his new mom for the first time? Casey? She sells his fish. Okay. Xavier? Yeah. She, she sold a little baby fish and he was like, those are mine. You had no right. I hate you. Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, she doesn't find that weird at all. And she no. threatened, he, he threatens to kill her. It's you're not my real mom. He's not my yeah. real dad. I hate you. I wish you were dead. Uh, my those baby fish were mine, and I honestly I think a, a nice smack in the in the face would have would have fixed this kid up right. Question number fifteen. Mikey has trouble concentrating in class because he is busy doing what? I would like to point out at this point in my notes is just in all caps. Oh my god, there is a half hour left. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Uh, which and does ring find, true for this podcast as well. I did find my. Uh, oh my god, we're, we're taking forever. I did find my note about the paddle boat. It does just say the word paddle boat and nothing else. Probably yeah, good to leave it out there. That huh? whole, that whole <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead and answer first for this one. He's uh, stabbing himself in the arm with a thumbtack. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not really sure what this scene was for because it's only really brought up in this scene and the scene afterward. But Mikey is in class kind of shielding himself like behind a book from the teacher. He's got a thumbtack and he is just pin cushioning himself uh, right in the arm, which uh, what I will say is I don't know what they were using in that scene, like as a prop for his arm or the thumbtack, but it it looked genuinely disturbingly real, quite freaky. So, you know, congrats, I guess, to the prop department for that. Yeah, I thought he was giving himself a stick and poke. Oh, that'd be rad, wouldn't it? Right. He comes home and the mom's ever. like, where did you get this scorpion tattoo? <laughs> like, I did it myself, mom. I hate you. It's a oh, it's he, not a scorpion. He, it's a baby fish. Uh let's see. So question number 17. Rachel's on the run from Mikey. What is Mikey's weapon of choice? Rachel being the mother. It is the climax of the film. This one. Um did, okay, so first he grabs the uh old baseball bat and like goes after, I think he goes after her, and then goes after her with a piece of broken glass. Um, yeah. No, it was the hammer. It was a hammer. Okay, you want to lock I mean, that in? It's a hammer. Final okay, answer. Xavier? Yeah, so he does use a hammer at first, and then after the second time she knocks him over, he, he picks up a piece of glass. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. He does have to, like, he does kind of a teleportation move where <laughs> oh, yeah. she locks him out of a room, and then he kind of, Dragon Ball Z, like, you know, kind of teleports to outside that bedroom on a balcony, and he breaks open the door and he unlocks the door and she pushes him down for a second time. And uh, that's where he has access to a, a chunk of glass that he grabs with his bare hands and yeah. uh, uses as a weapon. So question number 18, Neil comes home from work to find a dinner party. Casey, who is attending this dinner party? The corpses of mom, teacher, Ferris Bueller's dad, uh, and the bones that were from the science lab in the school. Yes. That yeah. just coincidentally happened to be approximately eight years old. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah he, he's like, are those bones real? And the teacher's like, yeah. And he's like, how old was he when he died? He's like, I don't know, probably around your age. 
And he's like, oh, how did he die? And he's like, I don't, I don't fucking know, kid. Well, he like, doesn't even answer the second one. He's just like, but that was the thing. I didn't, I, whenever I saw this scene, I was just like, why the fuck is the skeleton here? It did not click to me until I read that that Wikipedia synopsis that he was faking his own death with his skeleton. Oh, yeah. So, so right. So it, in the climax of the film, he kills Rachel. Uh, the teacher and Mr. Jenkins or uh, uh, Mr. Bueller, uh, they show up to the house. Uh, they can't, you know, they see the, the dead mom and the kid who they think is dead and they go out of the house. But the, te- the the coach or whatever, the principal, whatever he was, goes back in the house uh, with a gun. Somehow the kid gets the gun, unloads Sets the it. gun down to make a phone call. Oh, right. He does try to call the police. Yes. And the kid gets the gun, empties the bullets, put the guns back on the counter. Eventually, there's a confrontation between the two of them. But Mikey has a has a bow and arrow. And this guy is steady clicking this revolver over and over and over again, standing in one place. And uh, Mikey shoots an arrow and uh, kills the guy. Uh, eventually, the teacher comes into the house and she gets uh, totally brained by a single marble uh, via a slingshot. She's dead. So when the dad comes home, there the bodies at the table are yes, the teacher, the principal, the mom, and somehow the skeleton from school. We don't know how he got it there. It does not show this. I mean, dad called while at work still, um, and while he was dragging the bodies along. Right. They did show that in the scene. So, I mean, he had some time to maybe they lived next door to the school. <laughs> maybe the school is directly next door. Yeah. Somehow nobody uh, noticed uh, a child carrying a skeleton that was slightly bigger than him. Right. Yeah. No, not suspicious, I would say. Question number 19. Mikey blows up his old home. Well, this home and starts a new life under a new given name. What name is that, Casey? I want to say Josh. Okay, Xavier, you said it earlier, so I know you both get to this answer correct. He starts to go by Josh. Also, also, he was oh. able to get far enough away from this crime scene that a a eight year old child was not in any way connected to like how many eight year old childs does this city and state go through that they are just like oh here's another one let's get him adopted real quick a classic. Yeah. So how many, how many amnesiacs are immediately adopted out? <laughs> <laughs> So after the explosion, um, you know, the the detective tells the the sister from next door that Mikey's dead. Like his skeleton was the one he was he was charred to the bone, um, apparently. And then, yeah, uh, cut to later. This couple's adopting the this child. And they're like, yeah, we found him uh, just wandering. He didn't remember who he was. It was only hours after a huge house explosion caused by <laughs> an eight year old child. Um <laughs> Let's just get this kid to a new home. It's so odd. Very strange. Very strange film. Uh, executed in a in a weird way that should have set up a sequel, but I don't think there was ever one made. Yeah, this was this was I someone know. attempting to retcon a Halloween movie. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Because uh, this is super power, super strong demon child uh, turns into Mike Myers from Mikey. <laughs> okay. Gillingham or whatever. So the sequel's already been made. Um, yeah. Uh, well, BB BB loses her husband, sends the kid off to uh, be Mike Myers while she goes off to uh, take care of Frazier. Yeah, the sequel is uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. <laughs> yep. Well, I don't know why you pulled that one. What did you watch? <laughs> Rob Zombie's Halloween? Absolutely not. No. There's like a 40 minute sequence just of child Michael Myers. So 40 minutes, huh? Okay. Well, mm, uh, it's uh, pretty fucking. Yeah. 
Well, the, the, the point of this podcast, we, we did spend a lot of time on those questions. I apologize. Uh, but there was just so many fucking weird things in this movie. Uh, is uh, The point of this podcast is, cre- is to create a sequel. So I, I know we normally do this at the end uh, just as, as a theme. Uh, but I, what I will say is this next movie probably has to be called Josh, right? Are we, are we yeah. agreeing on that? Yeah, for sure. Yep, yep, Josh. Okay, cool. So Casey, as our guest, how does Josh begin? Well, Josh begins with, um, as all good murders do, um, there's a pool party because he has to escalate it from the bathtub. And so there's a pool party and his, his family, his new family, uh, has all been invited and his extended family. Uh, we got to up the body count for the sequel. They're all there at a pool party and he has, they, they basically have this industrial bug zapper that he just tips in and kills off his whole family. And, and then, then the credits roll and somehow they find him washed up on a beach. Uh, even though they're the, the movie I've decided is going to start in, in Arizona. But after he, after he destroys his whole family with an industrial bug zapper, somehow it cuts to a new scene of him being discovered on a beach in Florida, uh, where he is then adopted (laughs) out again. Um, as I, a lot of a lot of water hunt waterfront homes this oh yeah 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 he uh well water carries electricity very well so he, he that seems he really to be his it. thing yeah um, okay so that, that's the beginning I, of the movie so if they find him in florida i kind of wanted to take a turn where his new family uh takes him on a cruise and then we get to see all of uh okay okay on a cruise we're taking this on like a uh, uh, uh sweet life with zach and cody uh whatever that Whatever that second show they had was called, uh, or, uh, on the, Sweet Life on on the deck. water, yeah. Life on Deck. There you go. Yeah. Speed um, two, Sweet Life with or, or, or Speed two, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so we're <laughs> we're stuck on this boat. Uh, Xavier, you spent some time in Florida. Uh, what what kind of people are we interacting with here? Uh, well, because it's a cruise, it's mostly going to be tourists who aren't mm-hmm. from Florida, uh, okay. but who would spend money to go to Florida. Somehow, to me, that's worse. So we're on the cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the first movie didn't have a lot of hurdles, right? The conflict for our protagonist, even though he's the bad guy, he's still the protagonist of the film. Didn't have a whole lot of conflict, right? The one conflict we do see is he falls in love with this teenage girl who has a boyfriend, but he gets rid of the boyfriend almost immediately. And I guess the next conflict is that she is creeped out by him, even though yeah. she's the one who was hitting on him the whole time. Yes, ex- yes, exactly. I. Sorry, it that <laughs> something I wanted to touch on, but I've, we're we're already so far far past time. Yeah, I, we, we weren't able to touch on it because I blocked it out. Remember? Oh, you right, know exactly. You know what? Um, so this new family takes Mikey on the cruise. But what what was her name? What was the sister's name from the first movie? Jesse. Jesse. <gasps> Jesse needs to clear her mind, and so she decides to take a cruise to get all this uh, murder oh. and house explosions out of her head. <laughs> her, her her family. And, Except for her brother. Her brother's still alive. In fact, her mom is still alive. No, no, yeah. Her family is perfectly fine. He just offed his entire family for some reason. Right. And her boyfriend, so. Yes. Right. Yes, now Jesse is stuck on this cruise with Josh. <laughs> okay. Obviously, she she runs and tells... I, I, I don't know what they have on a boat. Probably some kind of security. Maybe a Maybe a small boat police force. Somebody on the poop deck. Well, I imagine so, she's trying to get to the captain to be like, we've got a murderer on board because he has the ultimate say, yeah? Sure. Sure. And so that um, has to be his first victim. 
Well, yeah, that's oh. who adopted him. That's why he's on the boat in the first place. After he kills all oh, his family, the captain he's adopted the by the captain of the cruise ship. <laughs> um, and so, of course, uh, after uh, recording the a lot of the announcements on his yak back, uh, because he's taking the Kevin McAllister route, uh, he has he has one of those set up so that he's actually pretending to be the captain because he kills dad on the first night out on the boat. And he's steering the boat from that day forward. Oh, Josh, Josh is now in control of an entire oh. cruise ship's worth of lives. Yes. He's just yes. looking for an iceberg to take everybody out. Exactly. <laughs> he didn't watch the entirety of Titanic, but he knew the gist and, you know, he's he's got plans. So from the Florida Keys, he's got to find an iceberg. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going all the way around. Yeah, well, he's either going up to to Iceland no, no, or... No, no. Uh, Maybe we could get him sent to the Bermuda Triangle is what he's going for. That's okay. what he's trying to. He's being that's it. We're going to find out about Mikey's backstory. See, he takes off his shirt in this very, uh, you know, the scene from uh, Black Panther where the the bad guy takes off his shirt and you see all oh, the yeah. scars. It's going to yeah, be something yeah. very much like that. It's going to be very dramatic and it's going to go into a flashback talking about how his parents are demons or something from the Bermuda Triangle. And so that's why he stole the boat. Yeah. So okay. the scars, the scars on his back are just a map to the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, Waterworld. We're gonna Waterworld this shit. We're combining Waterworld <laughs> with uh, with uh, Mike Myers. This is this is beautiful. Okay, so the scars on Mikey's, I'm sorry, Josh's back contained the map to. Let's not just say the Bermuda Triangle because that's pretty big, but let's just say like a special island or. Yeah. Yeah, in the Bermuda Triangle, an uncharted He's... island that only only Mikey really knows about, or Josh, I should say. So he kills the captain. Jesse, does Jesse find out the captain's dead? Almost immediately, she probably witnesses yeah. it. Nobody believes her though. Okay, even right, mom, no. who was like there for the first one, is like, "Oh my gosh, you're obviously crazy." Oh, so wait, Jesse brought her brother and her mom with her on this cruise. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, I dig that. That yeah, that that gives us more bodies to care about when they die. Ah oh, man, as, as much really, as though, I wanted them all to die in the first movie. That's the only reason I'm bringing them back. I see. Okay, yeah, because the mom <laughs> was introduced in one scene, and then we never we never see her again. She's like at a friend's for the rest of the film. Oh, uh, we do see her again once before the boat ride, where she's like, "I'm taking your brother to the store." Oh, right. And then, right. Yeah, that's it. So you know, she brings her whole family. Um, the brother immediately dies from some kind of illness not even related to josh He's just... <laughs> so ben ben gets taken by natural causes yes he gets like um no you know what he's like he's just shitting his brains out after eating some uh mu- mussels that muscles? Just... muscles muscles yeah <clears throat> sorry i, I don't know shit my throat. um but no he's so he's on the toilet <laughs> for like from the second they're in the like dining hall and he's just chowing on these things and fucking um and he's like, I mean, I, I really gotta like my my stomach is not reacting well with this. He disappears. The next time we see him is my Josh or uh, the sister opening the uh, the door to the bathroom in their room, and he's just he's just dead on the toilet, he's slumped over on the toilet, Elvis Presley yeah. style. Mm, I, I think he needs more than that. I'm, I'm I think that uh, somehow Mikey catches a swordfish and impales him. Mikey has to catch Joshy. Jo- that's how he kills the captain. Okay, that works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's. Does he need to catch the the swordfish or maybe the, like so, a swordfish yeah, is like the centerpiece like the of like, like everybody? Uh, oh no, yeah. You know that could work too. The but I like the idea cabin, that. Yes, he has a swordfish. I also kind of like the, the swings when you cut one of the things loose and it. 
yeah i mean that that works because yeah i I don't know how how well you can fish off of a cruise ship but yeah that that's gonna be one long line huh yeah yeah um so yeah they could just uh he takes out the captain with a a novelty swordfish little ben shits his brains out uh dies uh who who else is is getting capped in this man Um, i need something involving marble time we have more marbles. marbles there has to be some kind of rube goldberg machine that kills someone. I, I just that that didn't happen in the first. Or movie. just like someone slips on marbles and goes over overboard. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, overboard doesn't mean dead though. How do we know? How do we make sure they're dead? Overboard. Uh, the same way that guy dies in Titanic. Yeah, straight into a propeller. Holy shit! Uh, <laughs> okay, all right. I, I I like this. So so let's jump back to this kind of paranormal aspect. Yeah. Um, let's let's kind of get into like the the third quarter here. Oh no, we aren't going to explain any of the paranormal stuff. It's just going to say there's a map, and he's headed towards the Bermuda Triangle, and it's not going to explain anything. Just like oh, in the first movie, so we are going to and then this film as well. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, okay but do they ever like uh, just between the three of us? Do they ever make it to the island to this specific no, no, no. special the third, island? The third movie is is all about something in the desert, and it's completely unrelated. <laughs> It's, it's kind of like the Children of the Corn 3, where it switches to some weird witch movie. Okay. That's what's going to happen with, with um, Jessica. Inevitably, the third, third movie. Inevitably, Josh does make it to space. Yo, yes. Yeah. It's going to be the situation. Movie, though. Yeah, we got we to gotta wait a few more films to make that happen. Yeah. Uh, he so, will have to go into like a metropolis city at some point. I think at some point in this movie... Um, he he realizes that his plan to take it to to this island or whatever it is, um, is is no good. He's not going to be able to do it. So he takes out the ship a different way, and uh, he's I mean this ship's got to sink at some point. There's got to be like a shit ton of deaths. Um, yeah. The you know the girl doesn't have to die necessarily. You know she can she can be the uh, the final girl. Uh, yeah. Um. But the Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, yeah, the Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis. That's that's who I was trying to think of. But everyone else has to. Uh, has to perish. There has to be like a huge body count. And then, you know, when the Coast Guard is is, is going about, they're like, oh, this crash was caused by an eight-year-old little boy. Hey, coincidentally, we found this kid floating um, a few miles away. Uh, maybe we should adopt him out. <laughs> maybe the President of the United States adopts this kid. Yes. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah. Oh. Okay, can we can we follow theme just as, a, as, as the kind of final... Uh, the the climax the the final bang so to speak we follow theme the boat's going down not necessarily fast there are fires there is chaos people are getting trampled to get to the lifeboats not mm-hmm. everyone's gonna make it off this boat however when when everything kind of subsides and there are just kind of floating life rafts uh, in the middle of the Atlantic Pacific Atlantic Atlantic I forget which one's on the on the right side. Well, of it, can start, it can start in Florida and then they're somehow in the Pacific. It doesn't really okay, matter. Yeah, fine. Um, yeah, they're uh, in the Indian Ocean. Okay, but all of these life rafts pop at some point because of a sharpshooting eight-year-old with a slingshot, and then he drops a toaster into the ocean, and they all get electrocuted. <laughs> maybe a bigger, maybe something bigger than a toaster. Oh, uh, okay, that's 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 the island he's headed to. Is uh, is a toaster? No, 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 not a toaster. It's a, it's a generator. But it's got an kind. outlet big enough to <laughs> get everybody in the ocean. It's a giant hair dryer. But he, he wants to make the ocean an electric chair. Essentially, yeah. yes. Yeah. 
cool. And then obviously, uh, Coast Guard finds him, takes him back. He's on the news, you know, one kid out of however many people you could fit on a fucking cruise ship. Oh, no, no, they wouldn't put that on the news. They they have to very specifically protect uh, protect uh, Jordan now. They have to protect Jordan. Oh, okay. now innocence. he's Jordan. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. They have to project, Jordan. protect Jordan's innocence and not let anyone else know that this poor child was the only survivor of this of this tragic tragic oh my accident. god and then it turns into un- unbreakable see here i was thinking that in order to jump forward to space our best option would probably be to have the cruise ship crash into an iceberg and then captain america is asked for about 30 years oh we freeze the kid yeah hmm. okay i mean that's another option do you not do you not want to save that for a later film I, well, at some point he well, has it to works be frozen, perfectly so. with the cruise ship, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we can ixnay the whole getting adopted by the president for this one. Yeah. No. That. That's. There, um, but this he, iceberg he is mysteriously the in the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, so okay. We are going with we are going with iceberg. We are going Bermuda Triangle. We're combining <laughs> combining the two. Yeah, it's oh. kind of like hey, the Badlands in X Men, except for there's an iceberg in the Bermuda Triangle, and that's why all the ships get lost. Okay, this is right. Iceberg. It's this... filled with little murderous children. <laughs> yes. Oh, there's like a little army. Oh, he's a clone. Ooh. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, sure. Hey, you know what? We're, I mean, we'll leave. We'll leave the ending to this movie as like a uh, the end. Like, okay. What? Yeah, so the, what? That's what happens though. It, okay, so I figured it out. Crashes the ship. He gets frozen in ice and you see like the, the end scene is him drifting off and being discovered by the coast guard. And then we zoom back to um, Jurassic park Island of ice in the Bermuda triangle, where you see all of these demon children running around that are all, you know, basically I mean, Mikey. Yeah. They're they running endless... scars on their back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so, exactly. so Mikey was trying to get back there, but because he, he is the failure and uh, ends up frozen in ice. He does get picked up by the Coast Guard. Well, first he ends up in ice, and then we see the other Mikeys alive, and then we zoom up into 20 years in the future, and Mikey is found by the Coast Guard in a block of ice, and then we return to the, to the story for part three. But the movie ends with him being found by the Coast Guard uh, in Sinoman style. Perfect. Instead of making it to the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, well, Casey, unfortunately, I'm so sorry to do this to you, but as our guest, you now have to recap the sequel very quickly, though. Oh, my God. Uh, OK, so <clears throat> he is is found. I can't remember how we ended up getting him on the cruise ship or adopted by the captain. But he so Mikey uh, now Josh, I think we had settled on. Josh was the name at the end of that last one. So Josh offs his family uh, initially through the clever use of swimming pools and industrial sized bug zappers. Uh, And then somehow uh, that uh, the explosion caused by that flings him into the ocean where he's (laughs) washed to shore. I I don't think we figured out how he was, how he got away from the scene to be readopted. But we're going with pool explosion. We're going with pool explosion because we had to kill, we had to revisit the electric chair pool on a larger scale. So that's how he gets gets blown away and is adopted again by the uh, cruise director and or captain and then kills off the captain while old neighbor, uh, Jurassic Park boy um, and creepy girlfriend, weird person, uh, and then mom all are fleeing the, uh, the realities of the of being part of a 
quadruple homicide uh, explosion fire. Um, so to to get a little break, they go on a cruise and they just happen to find after they're out on water and uh, Mikey is in control of the ship uh, because he has killed his father uh, with a swinging uh, sailfish or swordfish of some kind, something Marlin. a fish with a, a, yeah, whatever, a spear nose um, is killed by that very gruesomely after somehow Mikey has recorded many announcements so that he can uh, Josh, sorry, <laughs> so yes. he can control the ship and take a return via the map stabbed into his back uh, or tattooed or carved or however they want to do it. Yeah. Um, it's made with thumbtacks. Yeah. 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 Uh, basically they just laid him down on a map of Legos and walked across him and he was scarred. I, fuck. That's a good movie by itself. <laughs> that's the thing. That's water. <laughs> that's how the third one starts. Everything old is yeah, new again. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, so to just kind of zoom on through the events past that point. I'm, I'm trying to remember the rest of them. Okay, so kill the captain, takes over the ship, cruises to the Bermuda Triangle so that he can return to his uh, family, all the while just uh, uh, killing random people. JP uh, has shat himself to death from bad clams. R.I.P. Sorry, musels. Musels, um, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there has to be some kind of Rube Goldberg machine that kills some of them. I can't remember what we did with that. I, I think there's probably going to be a water slide and then a giant metal ball somehow. Hell yes. And it's just going to like send it down and like, like a giant squishing a bunch there. of people. Um, and then they somehow, uh, while they're trying to get to the Bermuda Triangle, the, oh, I think what's going to happen is, what's her name? The Jamie Lee Curtis girl. Uh, she manages to destroy the boat while they are coming on up to the Bermuda Triangle Island magic place where the demon child is going, Mikey Josh is flung from the boat and locked in an iceberg for at least 20 years so that we can go to space, uh, while the island itself is just teeming and crawling with this whole like ant colony of little Mikey Joshes. Um, and unfortunately, they can't actually do anything until Mikey arrives, so that's why they're all still there 20 years from now. Uh, because he's the ringleader, essentially. And until the prophecy is fulfilled and he returns, that's why they're all still on the island. <laughs> okay. uh, this is just my headcanon in the back. We sure, yeah, no, no, take story. it. And uh, I, I think that was it. I can't remember how the Jamie Lee Curtis character survived, but we but do the know that... the from the first movie wraps her in a blanket, a foil blanket, and is it, proud proud to tell her that, you know, she she's one of the only survivors of this of this massive boat incident. Mm. Yeah, we find out that she actually had gills the whole time. That's why she had to wear the one pieces as to hide. Oh my god, more Waterworld! We, <laughs> I don't want to make this a habit on this podcast. I, we're gonna have to put some kind of barricade on Waterworld references. <laughs> Honestly, I just keep making these up and forgetting that they were parts of Waterworld. So. Waterworld was very the amazing. Kevin Costner feature Waterworld. Um. Okay. Well, cool. And, and I'm that, glad we actually set it up for a third movie as well. The director of this movie uh, never went on to direct anything else. So, Dennis what? Dimster is his name. Yeah. Well, with a name like that, Doug Dimadome. So just like every week, I do have three pitches. Because we're so short on time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sprint through these, okay? Pitches, pitch number one. Following the murder of her boyfriend and neighbors, Jessie decides to quit school and focus on her new career as a child therapist. But when the inevitable news of a lone survivor adopted child survives a family massacre, she knows that she must act. She teams up with Detective Reynolds, who's been disgracefully fired for his total lack of competence, 
and together they take matters into their own hands as they take on one task of finally killing a nine-year-old boy. Uh, pitch number two, decades have passed. Uh, Mikey slash Josh has been on the run the entire time. The movie follows a new rookie detective hell-bent on finding the killer responsible for the murder of his parents. But following the clues provided by home videos left by who we assume is a grown Mikey, uh, we discover that our protagonist is actually just a split personality of grown Mikey, chasing and setting elaborate, elaborate booby traps for himself. And then, pitch three. <laughs> I'm sorry to do this two weeks in a row. Mikey moves in with a very wealthy new family who love going on lavish vacations, but they have a habit of forgetting their youngest son, Kevin. This time, Mikey has met his match in Home Alone Civil War. Okay. <laughs> I don't know um, if I approve of a crossover episode. Uh, well, I mean, I mean yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to do that every single time. I, I think we made a pretty solid sequel. Uh, Xavier, did you have any notes? No. <laughs> oh, easy answer. Okay. Well, uh, it, 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 Casey, thank you so much for being on our Halloween episode. Of course. Uh, this um, was very entertaining. Thank you for having me. I, yeah, absolutely. This was a blast. D- before we go, did you want to did you want to uh, pitch anything? Not pitch anything. Uh, plug. Did plug. you want to plug anything of yours? I mean, it's an interesting choice of words, but I'm going to say let's 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 keep things to my TikTok and uh, keep it safe. Um, so yeah, <laughs> we'll go ahead and put a link to my TikTok and if someone decides to be adventurous and explore from there, then that's all that's that's their own damn fault. Okay. Yeah, no, I respect that. <laughs> okay. Um well, everybody, thank you so much for watching. Uh, watching, that's not the right thing to say. For, for thank listening. you so much for listening. I mean, you could watch, sure. I don't know what you're looking at, but... Uh, uh, be sure to check so out the uh, the Instagram too, by the way, because we will have a, a mock-up poster of Josh. Yes, uh, there'll be a mock-up poster. You're going to see clips or uh, little snapshots of, uh, of the first movie. And uh, thank you for joining us, uh, Casey. Yes. I think we're going to do it different this week. Uh, we're going to say the name of the show and you're going to give us the last line. Okay. The last line. What do you mean? What, what last line are you asking for? Here? Uh, I, I'm going to say the first part of the name and then Xavier's going to say the second part and then you're going to say the last part. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. That just put me out in my brain just stopped working and I can't remember what the last part is. You, you'll get it <laughs> as soon as we say it. Okay. Okay. He's hopeful. All right. Uh, thank you everybody so much and join us next week on part two the sequel continued yeah you did it okay. <laughs> yeah there we go <laughs>